Welcome to Hands at the Table with your hosts, Bori Shurani and Jeff Bramhall. We believe the massage therapists can create meaningful, fulfilling practices by identifying the limiting beliefs that we hold. We also believe massage therapists can be a key part of patient care, and we're here to begin to bridge the gap between LMTs and other health and wellness professionals. We're happy you're joining us on this journey. Welcome back to Hands at the Table with Bori and Jeff. Today, we are talking about hiring and working with and mentoring other massage therapists. Bori is going to be leading most of this conversation because she's been on both sides of this coin and, uh, and I, have, uh, I haven't. So uh, I'm actually I'm going to learn a lot here as well as you folks. So uh, Bori, uh, I'm interested to hear. Uh, when you were when you first came out, first started into into uh, into your into a practice, and when you were on the uh, when you were on the person being hired's end, what uh, what were you looking for in a, in an employer? Yeah, hi, um, good question. So, it it's vastly different. When I finished school, I went and worked for a chiropractic office. And I was specifically looking for a chiropractic office. I, I, have, I wasn't really looking into spas or hotels because I knew that I kind of want to look into this more of the mechanical side of the body, uh, working with more the chiropractic side and MDs and structural therapists or um, orthopedists or ortho, ortho people or PTs in general. So I knew kind of like which way I wanted to go. So I specifically was looking for a chiropractic office um having that as a first step i think it's great for people coming outside of school definitely with you know very minimal experience is really good for work for somebody because you have this safety net as the like the doctor will tell you if you can't do something you know it's somebody's there at all times and they're going to see your clients after that. So you're going to get like some kind of feedback. How did the things work out in your session? And it was, um, it was really for me, like when it was an easy go into this job basically. And I really liked it. So, mm. and then later on, like, I mean, it was, it was really good because I worked for a chiropractic office who were open to my, input kind of so like I if I feel felt like it I could talk to the doctor before the client's appointment so between the massage therapy and the chiropractic the, we had this little bit of feedback a little bit of chat I was like okay this is what I found uh, especially when I had more experience especially when I th went through a couple of classes and I saw things that I think it was important the chiropractor to know uh, at the beginning, it wasn't like that. At the beginning, I was just doing my job and like, whatever. And then as I learned more, I just realized that, oh, no, this is like actual important information uh, for the next person who sees this uh, client. So that was really good. And then after a while, I kind of felt like, um, and I think a lot of therapists can feel that way, that they grew out of this role or like kind of like it's a really good starting point but it has its limitations so I just felt like I was kind of like done with it and I wanted to go on my own and like do my own therapies and um, recommend my exercises or things that I learned from 
Um, so yeah, and that's when I, I kind of like started my private practice like immediately after school, like maybe like a little bit, a couple of months behind and started working on like friends and um, everybody that I knew like once I could. So right. I kind of had these things like parallel running and after a while I was, I stepped into my private practice fully. So with the, uh, and you were working in the spot where you were working with the, um, with the chiropractor, it sounds like you were able to get really, really clear and accurate feedback quickly on your work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was, that was really helpful because like they, like some of the doctors were like really open to this conversation of, okay, like this guy did really good on his adjustment after that, or. Uh, they literally sometimes ask me, it's like, okay, how was, how was this person like in your session? Like, what did you find? So I think, and that was, that was really important. I think. Do you feel like that accelerated your, um, your maturing as a massage therapist? I think so. Yes. Because um, you have this kind of, um, you know, when you run your own practice and especially if you're just a sole practitioner and you're on your own, you only make money when you make money. So in the back of your mind, there's always this thing that's like, I can't lose this client. I can't lose this client. I can't lose, you know, like I need good referrals. I need good, like I need to have this like good experience in this session at all times, right? Like mm -hmm. you always, you feel, we all feel this pressure. Um, whereas in the chiropractic office, it was kind of like, I could really test out some of the techniques that I learned in a class because I knew that if it's, even if it's not hundred percent, they're going to go see a chiropractor. So at the end of it, it's probably going to be a good overall picture. And also it's almost guaranteed that they're going to come back to the clinic. So like, even if that session wasn't hundred percent, I will have another chance. Right. And in our private practice, like you always feel like you only have that one chance to mm -hmm. like, you know, do your best. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely, it, it lets you like explore and, um, and experiment a little bit more. There's more of this safety net of like, you're going to have a steady flow of clients and you can try your things and there's going to be a doctor. If you screw up something, they're going to fix it up and it's going to be all fine. And they're definitely going to come back. Yeah. And there's definitely like a lower, uh, there's, there's like a, a much lower stress level when, your the massage work that you're doing if it's in conjunction with chiropractic work your massage work is almost like an add-on to the chiropractic and not the and not like when you're in a private practice it's the the massage is the is the reason that they have come yeah yeah you are the one when yeah. you're the yeah mm -hmm. for sure and so now you've, you've been on both sides of it. So you've, you've been, you have been hired, but now you're, um, now you're actually in the process of, of bringing someone on board. So I'd love to hear what that's like for you these days. Hard, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really hard. Um, especially since I feel like I kind of, as it's, there's, there's a huge difference between what I'm trying to hire for and what probably a chain or a chiropractic office would want to hire for. Mm. And I think like for me, like the biggest difference is it does matter who I am hiring in a spa, in a hotel, or a chiropractic office. I felt like it with my interview, the chiropractic, it was like, Oh, you have your license. Great. You can start tomorrow. 
or you showed up on time and you have your license, great, you can start tomorrow. Um, and in my practice, I know that my standards will be a lot higher because of what I'm trying to do. And definitely looking for somebody who's like an individual who already understands this or understands like how much work and how much effort and stress goes into the fact of like building a business and also um, having employees or having contract work. Like it would be nice to know that somebody sees that whole picture, which is kind of like a impossible requirements because of course that's why they're not having their own practice because they don't hence they don't know um but yeah I'm so I'm hiring and I think like it's a way different process than some other places one of the first things that I asked for is which I don't think people ever been asked before is resumes and cover letters um because I want to in a sense want to be sold to like why do you want to work in an environment with a sports and orthopedic specification and there's a very specific things that I do in my practice and that needs to fit where this person would like to go so I can't hire somebody who is an excellent massage therapist but they're not, not interested in the nervous system or they're not interested in orthopedic massage or sports or TMJ or just really going deep, deep, deep down the rabbit hole with all of the classes mm. because it's not going to be a good fit after a while. So, Right. Because you, it sounds like you're looking for somebody that, that complements that, or that, that you, somebody that's going to provide the same kind of service that you're, that you, that you provide. Is that, is that fair to say? Yeah. So, and that's the hard part. So like, are you trying to separate, do you want another one of you mm. or do you want somebody totally different? Yeah. And somewhere like the answer is somewhere between, I want the level of care that I provide and it doesn't have to be necessarily the same thing that I do because then like, why? Like I, I wouldn't need another one of me but I would need somebody who wants to go the depth and wants to like really get into the treatment, like the treatment plan can think in like structures, like what is the first thing that we need to fix? And then, because I kind of want this person to like semi uh, substitute me. So if I'm not in the office because I'm selling the business and I'm selling this person out in the world, I need somebody in the office who, if I can't show up, still can do the same level of care. Probably the basic techniques would be the same. Maybe the special specialization would be a little bit different. Like I don't want them, like for me, for example, on top of like the sports orthopedic, um, posture restoration, neurological levels, uh, on, like all my specializations would go on top of that. But that would be the base level. Like I want them to have that certain skill set, tool set. So if I tell them like, hey, this is my client, read up on the soap notes, you're going to see what we have been doing and just do your thing. But you know, like you should understand what have been trying to do and provide the same or close level of care. And if you want to focus on anything else, totally fine. I'm not trying to replicate myself, but the quality has to be pretty high up there. 
Yeah, that makes sense. And and when you when you talk about not wanting to necessarily make an make another one of you, but you do want to hire somebody. Where is um? You know, why is it that you? Why are you trying to hire someone? Um, I think two things. So like with my hiring, like what I'm trying to do is that I'm offering also an internship. Um, because I think like that level needs to be provided. And what I'm trying to do is grow my practice, but really like elevate, like what we have been talking and what we're trying to do here with this podcast too, is like elevate the base level of care. And it says like, Hey, like I can provide, like I can have like four therapists in my pool that wherever I send them that base level of care, that quality will be there and they're going to bring the quality. Then, then they were going to add to their own personal thing. And why I'm trying to hire, because it's kind of like running the business and be being in the business and working on the business. It's two full-time jobs. And I really love doing the business part of it. I really love doing the networking and going out there and like really educating the people like how good massage therapy can be like how much it can help them Mm. but i can't do both at the same time and i just need like somebody in the home base who like once i sell this idea to like a ton of people then there's somebody who is actually doing the job so there's somebody there to follow through on the promises that you're making yeah exactly exactly so cool. Yeah, so it's, it's, go ahead. Um, so, no, go ahead. Finish the thought. Um, so it's kind of like a, it's a hard spot to find where, when you can hire or like when you should start looking for somebody, I know it's going to be a longer process. And that's why I'm offering also the internship. Um, because I know that it's going to be like a solid, like three, four months before, uh, before it's going to be a steady business or a steady addition to my uh, workplace or to my business. So mm-hmm. it's just a lengthy process. So I've started, you know, start to look into it and I know it's going to take some time. And, and, and so in terms of, so the internship is a really interesting, that's an interesting idea. I actually haven't seen many internships um, in the Boston area. Um, how, how do you think, like, what, what would you, what do you, as an, as a person running an, in, an internship or as a mentor, what do you think that you offer? And then what, and also what are you looking for from the mentee or the intern? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I called it an internship because I just didn't had any like better ways to put it. Um, but I'm open for suggestions <laughs> <laughs> or mentorship, internship, like some, some, something along the line. So basically what I'm offering is that I've been, like, so been past seven, eight years, I've been through a lot of the massage therapy courses. I've been through a lot of strength coaching and coaching courses, personal training, all that stuff. I've been through a lot of like personal growth, like personal development courses. I've been through a lot of like business development courses and like all of that. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of money, but there is like some kind of synthesis that you can put together and kind of like boil it down um to like a pretty nice package like you know when you go to a course and then you spend like four or five days there and there's always like one or two techniques or one or two things that you definitely pick up 
But however, like, how about I just tell you that one or two things in yeah. like a day? Yeah, let's save you and the you, week and then you- Let's save you the week. Because like, I know, like I spend a lot of money on continuing education and, I, and every penny worth it. But I also had the money and I worked really hard. And I know that a lot of other people are not necessarily in this position. So they're lacking on their education because they just can't afford like all the classes that I've been through. And I think like there's a better way. It's like, hey, especially going through some of the more specific PT or strength coaching geared uh, classes, like you don't need this. What you need is how do you translate that into manual therapy? And I can tell you that. Mm. So it's kind of like you do, the, like I do the job, but like do the studying in the front end and I boil it down, like bring it back to manual therapy. It's like, this is what is used for for us. Like, this is what we can use yeah. um, and how to use it. So I kind of think about it as like uh, trying to squeeze in my seven years of stuff into mm -hmm. a couple of months and I kind of like highlight the most important parts and then provide this base quality, this like higher level of care and say that, that that is the standard and then if you want to go do your own stuff, like do your own specialization, have at it. But this is the standard of care, which, was, which should be like, I don't know, much higher than anywhere else uh, that I usually experience. So, um, yeah. And then from Dementi, like I literally put out the flyer. It's, it's really, it's, it's, it, that has been fun to write <laughs> because it's like things that people would think it's like, um, maybe I feel like sometimes like I'm a very old in my brain, like showing up on time and like trying to do your best at your job every single day. It feels like such an old idea right now. <laughs> People do not want to do that. And I'm like, I want somebody who has this internal drive to regardless of what is the situation you're trying to do your best. Like you're trying to be the best you even yeah. if it's just like, you know, not, nobody knows everything. Like I'm still learning, but like every, every session I'm trying to do my best at my level of knowledge. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for determination. I'm looking for somebody who's like committed, like wants to be a massage therapist because I don't want to spend my time with somebody who's like two years from now says like, oh yeah, I just did the massage therapy school because I want to go to nursing school or something like that's not worth it. Like this is a lot of effort and it's a lot of time and um, maybe two years would still worth it, but I don't want somebody who jumps out of this business six months into it. So um, those little things, right. And then it was funny, like I was writing up the application. Yeah. Send me a cover letter, send me a resume, look it up. Like what is a cover letter? I don't think a lot of people have been asked for a cover letter for any kind of like any kind of jobs like this. But I want to know you, like, I want to see what is your drive? What is your motivation? Why do you want, why do you in this profession? Like, why do you want to do this? And why do you want to go into sports and orthopedics? Like, what is your background? Like, what sports are you interested? Kind of like, you know, a little picture of them. Mm -hmm. um, and I put like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a more like, stricter person let's put it this way <laughs> so like you know being on time and showing up and all those little things and at the end I put um 
fakes or flakes need not apply. (laughs) I'm like, don't come here. If you know you're, you know, you can't keep track of time and you don't show up. And if I can't trust you that you're going to be in the office, like don't show up, don't try. Like, no, like I need your commitment. I need your dedication. And then I can give you my commitment and my dedication to you. Like, they these people need to like they need to ha- meet me halfway i can't yeah. just provide 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 and then not meet them somewhere like if i have to run after them that's not a good sign so yeah that was something i i, I it always blew my mind when i was when i was in the last time i've spent a good amount of time around other massage therapists was when i was in my in doing my clinic hours and i just remember there was like you know there were some people that would show up you know, if our, if our shift started at two, there were some people like me, some people that would show up well in front of two. And then there was always like, there were always a couple of people that were like running in super harried at like one fifty-eight, And you're like, mm. how are you going to get set up for three massages with, yeah. if you're giving yourself two minutes, like we've got 10 yeah. minutes between each to between each client. Like you don't even have a chance to like, you don't even have a chance to look at who you might be get who's coming in. And if, and paying attention to the, to if there's someone that you've worked with before or not. Mm-hmm. Like those, those things were always so like, they, it, it just seemed like, you know, maybe it's cause I'm old, but like, it just seemed like that was just, you know, that just made, it just made so much sense to do it that way. And then I would also look over at Scott, the guy who ran our, uh, who did the front, he did the front desk. So he was the one person who was in charge of wrangling the clients, t- booking the clients and dealing and like wrangling all the therapists. And just the idea that like, you know, your, your timeliness directly affects his mental health. And it's like, mm-hmm. how could you not like, you got to show up. Like yeah. those are, those are, those are just the basics. Like those are yep. like, that's, that's table stakes. You don't get kudos for being on time. You just expect that you're just expected there then. Yep. And especially when you're on your business, like that's your reputation. If mm-hmm. I book a house call and that ter- therapist doesn't show up, then like I'm literally losing money. And then that's like, for me, like that's like strike one, strike two in one piece, because that's just a no go. Like that doesn't, yeah. that's just not good. And you know, like it's, um, we have this, uh, we had this saying at the gym where we worked and like, you know, I think like all the coaches, like if you listen to like strength coaches podcasts and different things, like hiring process, like everybody's talking about the same, like, you need to hire the person like you need to hire a personality uh professionalism everything else you can teach but for me to like for you be like a like a person who can connect who can listen um i actually had a couple of talks with a couple of people and the amount of people how cannot listen or how much they cannot listen Mm. it's mind-blowing sometimes like you know even when you go to the doctor and you feel like they are talking your head off and they never listen to you um I was in a class this past week and we were talking about listening and apparently there's a study where uh they did a study in a hospital where they stopwatched how how soon how fast the doctor interrupts the client and it was 20 seconds Hmm. 20 seconds into like the, the doctor started talking over the, the patient. Mm. And if 
the doctor gave them under six seconds, six seconds, not even half a minute, six seconds. Then the patient came up with some kind of very valuable information. So it only took a very little shift for the doctor to learn some kind of input from that patient, but it took that six seconds. Hmm. And that's just like, yeah, cliff notes. (laughs) Just leaving that little bit of, leaving that little bit of quiet at the end and holding Mm -hmm. your tongue for just a second. Um, So one of the questions that that comes out of what you just said is, uh, so when, with the idea of like you hire a person and you can teach everything else, and then also the level of trust that you've got to put into someone. What do you think about hiring someone who's fresh out of school, freshly licensed versus hiring somebody that's been in practice for, uh, hiring someone that's been in practice for a few years? Yeah, I think so. Like I'm looking at somebody who's like almost fresh out of school because I think somebody who is like already set in their ways um, and is some massage therapists tend to be like that that they already said in this way, I was like, this is how I've been doing. I was like, yeah, okay, but research shows that that does nothing. Okay, so like, you know, you know how it is that it's still people. It's like, yeah, drinks a lot of water because it flushes out the toxins. And I'm like, I hope not. Like, I hope my liver does a pretty good job and I don't need a glass of water for this. Like, yeah. Mm. Um, so I think like, I've, I don't have... Um, I think I have a slight preference of hiring somebody right out of school because I know that there is a lot I can give to them, um, a lot I can teach. So there's there's like there's a huge gap between how they come out of school and where they could be in a couple of months. Um, and then sometimes like I have this kind of like a step back from somebody who's already been a therapist. Uh, I feel like if I really like sense into it, I feel like I have a little um, more fear of or mistrust that they had their business and they, why don't they do it again? Or if they like, why, what is the reason that they wouldn't think that they can do it on themselves or something? Like, I just feel like that there's like a lot more um, kind of like, I, th- I feel like they're less moldable, mm. I think, like less, less flexible, let's put it this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes, I mean, that makes sense. I think the idea of like, there's a, there's a really clear value proposition that you have for somebody who's fresh out of school where it's like, you know, you come here, you're going to have clients, you're not going to have an overwhelming client load. I'm not going to be, it's not like you're going to be expected to do the exact same massage with a 15 minute break between it mm-hmm. for like for eight hours, like you would at some, some of the chains. And, but at the same time, there is, you're going to have enough clients to keep yourself busy. And when you're not actively busy with clients, you're actually like, this is, we're creating a learning environment so that you can come away from here after a few years, ready to really be the massage therapist that you could be. That, that's like mm-hmm. a very clear value that you can draw there to somebody who's new and it's just a little bit, it's not quite as clear when you've got somebody who's been practicing for a few years and they presumably have done some of the continuing ed, they've presumably done some of the client base building and all of that. And you're like, well, why, why, like, what, why, what am I missing that you, that you need me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I think that, and then it's like the beauty of it too, though, like for, uh, 
for a new therapist is that I think like their biggest thing I, I asked a couple of people how much they will charge like once they get out of school once they get licensed and they go like super low wallet right because you're just out of school but I know that it takes years and years and years to like catch up to yourself after that like you can't raise like you're going to set these clients at $60 an hour and trust me they're going to stay there for years because mm -hmm. you're not going to have the the courage and you're not going to have the confidence to say it's like dude I went to a class I'm going to charge 70 now you know and then same 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 whereas like if somebody starts with me I don't care like if they just came out of school because I know I'm going to provide them with the knowledge we're going to start at $100 an hour like mm -hmm. this is this is our starting fee and then you know like you're already getting more than what you would get and you just have this backing of like I'm going to, if you have any questions about your clients, what should you do? I'm there. I'm, I'm backing you up. Like if you have a client you have trouble with, they call me. Okay. And I can, I can, you know, kind of like take this edge off of like being worried um, about like what you can and cannot do. Like any kind of problem you bump into, I'm there. I'm there to support you as a therapist. So you can charge a hundred dollars or more for an hour and you go do your thing and you get your education. So it's kind of like this like safety net too. And you can start at a higher price in like right out of school. So. Yeah, it definitely takes, it, it, it is, that's a great point. If, if you start low, it's gonna, it's gonna be really hard to build up. And, you know, part of what the clients are paying, part of what the clients are paying for is actually getting you know, they have two brains of people, like two, two different sets of brains, two different sets of eyes that are going to be able to look at that same client. And that like having those two practitioners there actually is going to give them a better possible, a, a better outcome. You know, even if it's just, even if it's from as simple as like, you know, reviewing notes with one another, mm -hmm. you're going to have a better outcome just for having, just for having someone else's eyes on it. And that ultimately is going to serve the clients better. Yep, exactly. So, yep. Yeah. You have anything you wanna you wanna add with, add or close with on the uh, on hiring and uh, hiring and mentoring? Um, long process, but I'm super excited about it. Um, especially like the internship part. I think like that's gonna be, that's like that's gonna be so so like so good. And um, I kind of wish that we would have that a little bit more in our industry because it's it's like a great learning opportunity if you go to like you know coaching and all that stuff and they have that and how much these kids like grow as a coach like in one summer when they intern somewhere it's just mind-blowing so I think it's it's a really good um opportunity for somebody who comes out of school and like literally stepping up to like this level in a matter of couple of months like that's just I'm super excited about that yeah yeah that's I I can't I couldn't agree more the idea that the idea of being able to being able to help somebody you know being able to accelerate your career like that as a mm -hmm. like coming out of school and and learning from somebody who's been there and been there you know more than and been there more than once that's going to be a huge it's going to be a huge asset it makes me think about how how I could how I could start a how I could start an internship program in the in the future for what I'm doing because that would be right yeah it like makes me want to do that that's pretty cool 
right? Yeah. 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 Cool. So wrapping up, I, I mean, the things that the, I think the probably the biggest thing that came out of this is that like, is, is if you're a new massage therapist, who's looking to be hired, like the, you know, Houston you can area. Houston yeah. area hit up Bori, but, but even still just the idea that you as a massage, as a young massage therapist can set yourself apart by showing up on time and caring about your work. Like, that's un an unfortunate truth, but it's also the low-hanging fruit for you. Yes, that is very correct. Yes. Cool. So with that, I think we'll wrap up this one, and we'll be back, we'll be back with you next week with another episode of Hands on the Table with Bori and Jeff. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff, so much. Thank you guys for listening, and see you guys next week. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found it useful, please share it with a friend and leave a five-star review. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an upcoming episode and we'll be back to you soon.